Welcome to Closer to Christ, the sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. You can learn more about our ministries at stpaulmuskego.org. And now for this week's message. You know, when I was looking at the Easter account uh, from John's Gospel, what, what really struck me that first early Easter morning was the last step that I, I studied. That last step was Jesus actually stepping back away from Mary and commissioning her to be a missionary. Go and tell my brothers that I must ascend to my God and your God, to my Father and your Father. And Mary, she had seen the risen Savior and she was committed to the mission. Today I'd like to share with you uh, a man who was committed to the mission, somebody whose example just makes me stand in awe. I, I want to be like him. Because you see, just as surely as Jesus gave Mary a mission to be committed to, he has given that to us as well. Whether you, you use Jesus' words to summarize your mission, go and make disciples of all nations, or if you use our congregation's mission statement, by every possible means we bring every person within our area of influence closer to Christ. I don't care what words you use. If you believe that Jesus rose from the dead, you have a mission. And today I'm just asking you, what is the next step in your commitment to that mission? So I'd ask you to turn with me, if you have a Bible with you, or if you want to open up to uh, that on a Bible app, Take a look at Acts chapter 6, verse 1. So the backstory behind this man is, it's probably a couple of years after Jesus has risen from the dead. God is richly blessing the church in Jerusalem. Uh, the last count is 5,000 people have come to faith. You know, and, and the church in Jerusalem is experiencing some growing pains. And that's where we start in Acts chapter 6. In those days, when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Par Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. They commissioned them for this service. So the word of God spread. Lost my point.
No wonder. It flipped a page on me. <laughs> so the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from the uh, members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen. But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. So Stephen speaks, you know, as a witness to Jesus' resurrection, and he is absolutely committed to this mission, so much so that he continues to speak, and the Jewish ruling council, the Sanhedrin, get angry and angrier, and finally they arrest him and drag him before the Sanhedrin, and he preaches a sermon. He is being accused of speaking evil of Moses and of the temple, and he preaches this sermon. This is Acts chapter 7. You can read it on your own. Acts chapter 7, he's telling this great Bible history lesson, and you can just see the, the members of the Sanhedrin starting to lean in. This is, this is true. We agree with all of this, what he's saying. But what he's doing is he's tracing the idolatry, the rebellion of God's people in the Old Testament, how they rejected Moses, and how they misused the idea of the temple. And then Stephen ends the sermon with saying, and you guys are just like your ancestors, you stiff-necked, uncircumcised-hearted people. How long are you going to resist the Holy Spirit? And of course, a couple of years earlier, there was a sermon like that. And, and the people who heard it were cut to the heart, and they said, what should we do? And, and Peter said, repent, and 3,000 came to faith. What a great day. Well, Stephen's sermon didn't quite turn out that way. Instead, they got angrier, and uh, this is how the account ends. Chapter 7, beginning at verse 54. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul, whom we will know as the Apostle Paul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now that is a man committed to the mission, don't you think? That he was willing to die for the mission that Jesus had given to him. And I read Stephen's account, and it's, it's an encouragement to me. It, it, it's like a hero story, right? I want to be just like him. I want to be committed like him. But I, I don't know if, I, if I'll be able to, to take that last step up into eternity. Will I have that kind of courage? Will you? No. The good news is I don't expect any of us here to suffer a martyr's death 
the bad news is every one of us, if, if the world continues long enough, every one of us is going to be on the last step and we'll have to take that step into eternity. Will we take that step as courageously and confidently as Stephen? So often I hear the phrase, and I hear it in my own head, I hope so. What can we do to prepare for that last step? When we read the account of Stephen, so often we just keep our focus on the last step that he was willing to take that step into eternity. He saw heaven open. He saw the glory of God. This was the, you know, the, the, the glory shown round about them on, on Christmas night, right? The, the way that God showed his visible presence. He saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Everything is okay. He was confident. Will we have that confidence? But that wasn't the first step that he took. The lesson today helps us see that we need to take one step at a time. Commit to the mission one step at a time. I'm looking into your eyes I am looking for faith and the Holy Spirit. I'm figuring maybe in your eyes I'll be able to see it. Nah, I can't see it. You can't see faith, right? You can't see the Holy Spirit working in somebody's heart. Then how is it that the early Christian church looked at Stephen and the other six men and said, here are men full of faith and of the Holy Spirit? They saw the evidence of faith and the Holy Spirit. They saw that Stephen and these six men were daily taking steps to draw closer to the cross of Christ. They were committed to learning God's word and claiming that, those promises for themselves. They were active in worship. They were active in receiving the sacrament. They saw that that the Holy Spirit was at work in them. You know, the fruit of the Spirit, the evidence of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's not the exact memorization, but you get the picture. They saw that day by day, they were trying to walk in this way to show that the Holy Spirit had worked this miracle of faith in their hearts. So they're drawing closer to the Savior, and they're drawing closer to each other. They were taking steps every day in commitment to the mission. You know, a few months ago, I found something out about my phone. It has a step tracker. <laughs> I didn't know. Of course, I've gotten addicted since then, you know, because this is exercise. You know, if you do this enough times, whoa, the numbers go up. Oh, track your steps. Oh, I'm addicted. Brothers and sisters, if we want to be ready to take 
that, that last step up into eternity? Let's exercise our faith. Let's track our daily steps. You see, commitment to the mission is not just the final step. It's the daily steps that we take. So I just ask you, are you tracking your steps? Are you consciously thinking, what am I doing today to draw closer to the cross of Christ, to better understand my Savior and his love for me and the forgiveness that he's won for me? Certainly regular worship in person and online. Certainly, it's reading God's word. It's coming half an hour early to receive Jesus' body and blood as a, as a personal assurance. Yes, your sins are forgiven and that the Holy Spirit will work in you. What is your next step to exercise your faith so that you are working on this relationship with each other so that you are growing in that fruit of the Spirit so that people will see that you are full of faith in the Holy Spirit that you are oozing love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. What is your next step? Track your steps. Because Stephen didn't just make one commitment to the mission, he made daily commitments to the mission that Jesus had given him. Another thing about Stephen that amazes me is here is a man that is incredibly gifted, right? Here, he, is, he is up here spiritually. And you know what God does through the church? God through the church says, Stephen, I want you to take a step down. I want you to humble yourself. I want you to wait on tables. And uh, you know, don't, isn't a part of you just saying, uh, wait a second, that's kind of a waste. This guy is the superstar of the Christian church there in Jerusalem. Don't have him wait on tables. But he humbled himself because it wasn't about him. It was what did the church need, and he stepped into it, right? You know, what Stephen did just reminds me of a, a modern-day story. Uh, I have a, a friend who about 15 years ago was talking to me, tell, told me this story. He, he's a recovering alcoholic, and, and, and AA was a marvelous blessing to him. And the 12th step of AA is that what you have experienced, you want other people to experience as well, you know, to pass it on. And so he asked his sponsor, what can I do? To, you know, what can I do to take the next steps to, to, to pass it on? And his sponsor said, I know exactly what you should do next. Come to the next AA meeting half an hour early. There's a man I want you to meet. So the next week he gets there half an hour early and there's this old man setting up chairs like he's done for the last 20 years in a row. His sponsor knew if he was going to be the greatest servant in God's kingdom, he first of all had to take that step down in humble service. Uh, on the back of the worship folder, do you have a worship folder? It, on the back of the worship folder, uh, and the my next steps, I just have some things listed there, just some examples of what might be your next steps in humble service. Not, oh, this is something that just floats my boat, but what is it that says, you know what? This is a need that the church has, and I can humbly step into that, not just to bless the church, but I need to be blessed. I need to exercise my faith so that 
as my faith grows in its strength, I'll be ready for that last step. Step into humble service. Take a look at those things. Is there a next step that you want to write down and say, I think I could help in that area. And we'll have somebody give you a call. And those of you who are online, you, you, know, you just download the app and you can get our connection card on the app. Write it, take a note on the connection card. Where's your next step in humble service? Another thing that amazed me about Stephen is uh, he took the steps of new responsibility. You know, he was, he was called by the church to wait on tables, uh, but God had gifted him to be a good speaker, so he, he shared his faith, and even when you know, pressure was coming and he was dragged before the Sanhedrin, he accepted that new responsibility. He, he took a step in, in new responsibility to serve the Savior. This is part of exercising our faith, to take on those new steps of responsibility. Now, one of the reasons why I have a ladder here is I just think it nicely symbolizes Stephen's... Careful, it's not very big. Stephen's steps. But it also reminds me of what's called the giving ladder. And if we're going to talk about commitment to the mission, brothers and sisters, if I don't talk about what's in... Oh, there it is. What's in my billfold... I am not being honest with you because let's be honest. If we're really committed to the mission, it shows in how we use the stuff that's in here, right? So I would just ask you, Jesus as our good shepherd is committed to us. We are committed to the mission. What is the next step for you in your commitment to the mission? Maybe for some of you it's just, you know what, I've never... I've never really given it all. I just want to be a first-time giver. God be praised. Exercise your faith, because the more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. Maybe you give once in a while, and, and your next step is to become a regular giver, a consistent giver. And, and I'm so thankful that here at St. Paul's, we, we have a Sue Cant on our staff, our church accountant. She, she's helped me get more regular so that we just celebrate with a letter every time somebody gives their first recorded gift, every time online they, they start a regular recurring gift. We want to celebrate that because somebody is, is committed to the mission and taking the next step in exercising their faith. Now, the next step, uh, we really can't track because this is very personal, proportionate giver. Maybe some of you are already regular Maybe the next step for you is to think in terms to be more intentional in your giving. And I like proportionate better than percentage. Because the percentage that gives God the glory and says, I am committed to the mission you have given me that more people know about my Savior, that percentage will change throughout the course of your life. I so much appreciate, I think back to a conversation that our retired pastor, Lee Vaccarella, had with me just a couple of years after I got here, 20, more than 20 years ago. When I moved here, suddenly there were all kinds of new financial issues that I was facing. Our family income decreased for us to come here, and we were struggling. 
And I felt really bad that, you know, our offerings weren't what I thought they should be. And, and Pastor Vaccarella just reminded me, your proportioned offering right now and that this stage in your life is gonna be different than some other stage in your life. And the percentage that, that by God's grace, we were able to give 23 years ago, if I would give that percentage now, it would not be proportionate because I don't have the same needs and God has blessed me in different ways. Proportionate is something much different. Maybe the next step is, am I giving proportionately? And maybe the, the next step for you is, is surrendered giver. You know, sometimes if you, if you ever look up giving ladder, uh, it'll be sacrificial giver, but I like surrendered giver better. But what I think of surrendered giver is, it's not just, Lord, what do you expect of me? What's proportionate? But Lord, I am committed to this mission, and my question isn't what do you expect of me, but Lord, how can I do more? Because everything that I have is yours, and I wanna be committed to the mission. How can I do more, Lord? I surrender it all to you. Lord, give me wisdom so that I can increase what I am doing to bless your church. And maybe you're at that point in life where you're going, I really need to think about the legacy that I'm leaving because nothing else is more important than more people, generations to come, being willing and able to take that last step into eternity with confidence. And maybe this is the time for you to think through your estate planning and just go, am I leaving the legacy that I want to leave? Ooh. This is pretty... Sobering, isn't it? Giving. We'll have some fun with it in just a second. But right now, what I really want to celebrate is as we exercise our faith, as we daily take steps to grow closer to the Savior, as we daily take steps to evaluate our interpersonal relationships. Am I, am, I, am I showing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness with self, and self-control with other people? Am I, am I putting myself out and saying, I am here to humbly serve. How, how do you need me, Lord? I'm here for you. A, am, I, am I taking on the, the responsibilities that God has given me? Am I willing to, to take on more risks so that my faith has to be exercised, so that I can't do it on my own, that I have to have the God who sits at the, stands at the right hand of God, the Savior who died for me, who is risen from the grave, who's standing over, and he, you can just see he's, he's eager to step in and act. He is in, in control. Am I taking on the steps that challenge me to have to say, Lord, open my eyes, open heaven, and let me see that you are in control, and you will be able to help me through even as I take these next steps and these next steps and these next steps. When we exercise our faith that way, our faith is a muscle that gets stronger and stronger and that gives us that certainty. 
that when that last hour comes for us, whether we see it coming like Stephen did or not, that you and I can take that last step into eternity with the same confidence of Stephen. And that we can be an encouragement to others because they will see Jesus in us. They will see less of us and they will see more of Jesus. Don't you see that in Stephen? When Stephen's dying, you hear echoes of the Savior's words from the cross, don't you? Lord, don't hold this sin against them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Lord, receive my spirit. That's my prayer for each one of us, that every day we take the next step and the next step and the next step in our commitment to the mission so that when that day comes, our brothers and sisters in Christ will see Jesus in us. A little less of me and more like Jesus. Talking about money. Whoa, how dare you? We have guests present. Because it's part of what God's given us. And I believe that because Jesus is committed to us, we have reason to be committed to him. Now, I want to have a little fun with this. We were talking about this and just said, you know what? This is some serious stuff. Uh, so how can we make a game out of it? And the idea came up, hey, why don't we just ask people to put on their connection card, what's your next step? What's your next step in service? Where, where do you go, okay, Lord, I, I think you want me to do more. You know, we just, on the back of the worship folder, we just listed a few of the, the things that, that we always need help with. Is there something that you want to step into that you know God's given you the ability? Maybe it's not a passion, but God's given you the ability, and, and humbly you say, this is what God's church needs, and I, I'm here for God's church. Would you put that on the connection card? And then one of us will reach out to you and help you get plugged in. For all of us, I would ask you to, to ask, think in terms of where are you in that, that giving ladder? You know, as I thought about Stephen's martyrdom, I thought, why is it that the Holy Spirit inspired Luke to record this martyrdom? You think it was because God wanted Stephen someday in heaven to be able to go, everybody's looking up to me. I don't think so. I think it was recorded to encourage us, right? That's a gift that Stephen is still giving to us. His commitment to mission encourages us. That's why I just ask you to, to fill out, you know, what's your next step maybe in service? And then what's your next step in giving? Not to compare yourself with others, but to, to encourage 
Uh, I'm encouraged every time you walk in, every time I see somebody has checked in online. What an encouragement. You're saying faith is important. This is one of the ways that we can encourage each other. So I'm just asking you, where, where are you on this giving ladder? Write down what your next step is. Not for somebody to check up on you, but to challenge yourself to think through what's my next step. And then we're going to make it fun by, uh, you know, when we gather the connection cards, we're going to sort through who, who's, who's written down what's the, the next step. And we're going to put them all in one big basket and, you know, we'll videotape it and put it on YouTube as we pull out five winners. But the more important thing is, in the weeks ahead we can celebrate. I'm not the only one who's challenged by this ladder of commitment. And my brothers and sisters in Christ are committed to the mission with me. And they're committed to growing. And their commitment encourages me. That's what I look forward to celebrating in the weeks to come. So I'm going to ask a favor of you. While I clumsily put this ladder back, I want you to get out your connection card and just take a note. What's your next step? Where are you? And what's your next step? And if you don't have a connection card, go online. There's the, you can scan the code right there. Find the connection card online. Fill it out there. And let's be an encouragement to each other. So I'm going to be quiet for a minute while I put the ladder away and let you pray about what's your next step. Lord Jesus, you poured out your Holy Spirit on Stephen. And the power of that Holy Spirit, your Spirit, was so evident in his life that he had encouraged the people of his day and, and, and his commitment encourages us. Lord, would you pour that kind of spirit into each one of us here? Give us a, a commitment to your mission that, that we can't do on our own. We need your help. Give us that kind of courage like you gave Stephen. Help us to take daily steps towards you, daily steps towards each other in love daily steps in, in our growing responsibility to the mission that you've given us. Then finally, Lord, give us the courage of Stephen as we exercise our faith that way day after day. Give us that incredible courage of Stephen so that we can step into that eternity with you. Because you were committed to us. All this we ask in the name of our Good Shepherd, 
and in his name we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. And brothers and sisters, always remember this marvelous promise that God has spoken upon his people for centuries. The Lord, the Savior God, the Creator God, the Father, bless you and keep you. The Lord, the Savior God, the Son of God who died for you, make his face, make his, his face shine, smile on you and be gracious to you. The Lord, the Holy Spirit who has worked the miracle of faith in your heart, look on you with favor and give you the gift of his peace. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Closer to Christ sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. Closer to Christ podcasts are from our current sermon series and are released every Monday morning. For live stream services and other ministry information, please visit us online at stpaulmuskego.org.